Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Welcome to Show Me How Good It Gets. I'm your host, Malvika. Hello, 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 beautiful people. How are you? Where are you? I wonder if it's morning, noon, or night where you are, but thank you for clicking play on this episode. I feel so grateful you are here, and I feel so grateful that I am here, and we're having a little moment together. Um... So the prerequisite, what you have to know about me before you get into this episode, if you're new here, welcome, is that I moved to Chicago for grad school eight months ago. I didn't know anyone in the city. I was not moving with friends. I was just moving because I found my dream program. And I was moving out of a house where I lived with six of my best friends into an apartment alone. So that was very scary for me. And throughout the eight months, I had a notes app note on my phone, which was just how I deal with loneliness. I just titled it that. And every time I found something that worked for myself, I jotted it down in that little note app because something about podcasting that's a little bit strange is that I feel a lot of imposter syndrome because I'm like, why should people listen to what I have to say? It's like when a 25-year-old comes out with a memoir and you're like, why should I listen to you? what have you really gone through in life? Other than if you're like a Chanel Miller, like know my name. No, that's a great book. And I, I'm not dissing on all memoirs, but I'm saying like a lot of people who write memoirs don't have a lot to talk about. And so sometimes with this podcast, I feel like that. I'm like, why do I deserve to do this? Right. 
But then I was like, you know what? I This is something that I'm actually going to be dealing with over the next year or so. Why not document the process in my notes app and then make a podcast episode out of it? I was going to wait one full year because I've read a lot that you have to wait one full year to like fully settle in a new city. So that was going to be kind of what I did. But I was thinking back over the last couple of weeks on the life I've made for myself here, and I felt ready to talk about it. Um, and it was kind of inspired by a TikTok comment. Someone commented like, I remember seeing all your posts about how nervous you were, and you really look happy now. And I was like, yeah, I have carved out a community and a life for myself here. How did I do that? And so I went back through the notes app. And what was funny about this note is sometimes I just write down like one word or a couple words. So I'm going back through it. And I just some of the stuff I wrote down, I'm like, what does this mean? I don't know what this means. But I'm going to try my very, very best to communicate to you how I've dealt with the past eight months. I've had some very lonely nights. It's my first time ever living alone. Um, it's my first time ever moving to a new city without like, you know, the infrastructure of like college or like dorm life, you know. But um, I think I've done a pretty decent job. And large part and thanks to having a community online as well. That's been really helpful. Like having this outlet of my podcast, of posting stuff online, it really has been a, a tool in my toolbox. Okay. So the very first bullet point is routine, which is such a boring answer, but has honestly been my saving grace throughout the winter. Also, keep in mind, Chicago winter was a thing I had to deal with. And maybe I'm feeling so happy and cheery and sunny right now because it is 70 degrees in Chicago right now. Like, it's beautiful outside. I, like, went on this run, and then I dipped my feet in the lake today. So... I am feeling very, very, very positive today, but routine, what do I mean by this? I mean that when you are dealing with upheaval, it feels like you don't have a lot of control, right? And what does give you control? Structure, having a structured life. So for me, that meant waking up at a similar time every day and going and doing something outside of my apartment. The thing with a PhD program is there's not a lot of structure, really. It's not like a nine to five. It's not like I have to, you know, get to my job at nine or have a 9 a.m. meeting every morning. It really is that I can design my own schedule. And what that means is like, if I'm in bed till noon, no one knows, no one cares. And that is dangerous. <laughs> like that is actually terrifying. So at the very beginning, I wrote down, I think you're like 40% more likely to do something if you write it down. I don't know. I might've pulled that stat out of nowhere, but I think I've read that in like a James Clear book. Um, but I would write down what I wanted to do that week on a Sunday evening. So I'd be like, I want to wake up at 8 a.m. every day this week and go get a coffee or um, make a chai for myself or like work out or run a mile or do 12, 3.30 on the treadmill, you know, whatever it was. And I kept changing that X thing up to add some spice to my life, you know. But set routines, say it out loud, write it down, and then do it. And for me, again, so it's like waking up at a certain time, doing some morning activity. When I first moved here, it was going and getting like a Phil's coffee because Phil's reminded me of home. That quickly transitioned to like making chai for myself at home. That quickly transitioned to working out and movement. 
And then during the winter, I started workout classes, which was honestly, I think the best thing I've done. I know it is, it is like a financial decision, usually some workout classes. And this definitely was, but it was something that I was like, you know what, I want to invest in myself and I want something <laughs> to hold me accountable to waking up and being somewhere at 8 a.m. So I have to wake up at 7 a.m. Like that was really, really helpful for me. Um, so routine. I cannot drill this home enough. This is such a key. Um, second, finding, being a regular at a place. So now when I go to all of my like local spots near where I live, there's familiar faces. And that really helped because it was kind of immediate familiarity I created as soon as I moved. That was super helpful. Okay. The next thing is finding spaces that bring you a lot of joy wherever your new place is. So for me, that was like a specific part of the lake where I could like sit in journal or listen to podcasts. That was specific coffee shops I really liked working at. Like find your spaces and kind of claim them as your own in your head. And then on the flip side of that, something that really helped me was making my own like home space my own. So that meant putting up like pictures of my friends on the wall, putting up pictures of my family, decorating it, adding color. I was so sad when it was just like I was sleeping in a room with four white walls because it feels kind of like hospital beddy. But just getting a lot of color in the room, plants, you know, like just really uh, making the place you're in very alive. Okay. This is not sorted very well, I'm noticing. Okay. The next things on this list are have fun alone, which, you know, that is so vague, but I'm going to go into kind of what that means. I am an only child. I've always been very easily recharged by being alone. So that's definitely helped. But again, I said, like, I went from living in a house with seven people who I loved and adored to living by myself. And that was a really difficult transition. But you have to kind of become your own best friend. And that's not to say I like haven't made other friends here, but like, and what does being your own best friend mean? Everyone says that. What does it mean? It means like, I have little inside jokes with myself. I have little stuff that I'm like, I need to do that by myself because I'm gonna have the most fun doing it by myself. So like sometimes if I don't have plans on a Friday night, I'll be like, oh my God, today I'm getting my favorite food from that restaurant. And then I'm going to this other place and I'm getting a drink. Like I'm getting this like funky drink. And then I'm going to bring that all home because I love takeout. Like for you, you might want to go out, sit somewhere. I love takeout. So I'll be like, okay, then today I'm going to bring that home and I'm going to watch this very specific movie or this very specific show I'm going to binge. And then I'm going to have this very specific dessert from Whole Foods. I love mochi. Um, There's this like one bubbles mochi at Whole Foods that anytime I'm having like a solo date night, like I get that for myself. It's really like spoiling myself and doing these little things and getting all excited about it. And then I'm like, oh my God, after dinner, I'm going to paint my nails. And I get, I make myself get excited about spending time with myself. And that's so special. And then the next thing I'll say is like, have hobbies and projects that are just your own, that are just like, you are trying to fulfill this goal. So I have my notes app I use. It's like my most used app on my phone sometimes because I have apps, I have notes apps for everything. Like here are all the coffee shops I want to try in Chicago. Here are all the bookstores I want to visit in Chicago. I just like always have a little project I'm working on, which is like going to all these places that of course I could do with someone, but sometimes it's different doing something alone. Like 
Sometimes I can't listen to the same song 15 times in a row if I'm with someone because that would be annoying to them, right? Like you have to really find the joys of like, oh my God, I could only do this by myself. Like starfishing in the middle of the bed, I can only do this by myself. Like you have to really revel in in the independence. Um, little projects, I said that. Okay, this is the biggest thing. I actually maybe should have put this at the beginning because I want everyone to hear this. So I recently, I'm gonna put this book actually just in the description of this episode but an author who off the top of my head I cannot remember her name she talked about the difference between happiness and joy and this changed my life okay she says happiness is a measure of contentment over time and it's actually a really lofty goal what does that mean it means that like you measure happiness as like was I happy at that point in my life and it's such a almost scary, almost daunting thing to be like, I want to be happy. Instead, break it up into smaller chunks and just seek joy. So what does that mean? Seeking joy for me is having a specific playlist that I think I've curated to perfection. For me, it's like having a bright color nail polish on my nails. For me, it's a bright colored workout set. It's, um, going to a new workout class. It's reading a book that I fall in love with. It's finding an essay and then like sharing it online and having other people love that recommendation. Joy for me is like going thrifting and finding that one perfect belt. Like seek joy, have little tangible things in your life that you know guaranteed will make you happy. Like even if that's going and getting your favorite like drink somewhere or making something for yourself and then eating it, you have to know for yourself what will be like a joy trigger. Everyone talks about like income streams, like, you know, have have a side hustle and have an income stream. I think of it as like happiness streams. Have multiple places you know you can get your happiness from even when you're alone. Because of course there'll always be people, like for me, a way I spark joy is literally calling my mom, like calling my best friend. It can be that too. It can be reliant on other people, but know what your joy sparks are for yourself and cling to them. Every time you need a joy spark, don't think like, am I happy this week? Think like, what can I do to spark joy one time every day this week? And it's, I promise you, a life-changing mentality. Okay. So I have two random movie recommendations in here. Actually, they're not random because they really are two movies that changed this past eight months for me. The first is About Time. It is a movie I watch every year, <laughs> I, I will say. And it is equally magical every year. You have to go watch it no questions asked. It's like kind of advertised as a romance movie, but he's, it's so much more than that. It really grounds me. It makes me feel so grateful for the present. It makes you feel so grateful for being alive. And every time I watch that movie, I am just re-energized. And the crux of it is just like live every day as if you were coming back to that day just to experience it. And I really do that. And I think it makes me a happier person. I really, really believe that. I think I first watched that movie in high school and something about me is like, I've always been very grateful for the present, which has actually made me resentful of time passing in a weird way because I'm always like, well, I'm so grateful for the present. I really respect time. Like, why does it still go so fast for me? It's, it's a, it's a weird thing. But I remember like all of high school, every time I would walk the hallways in my high school, I loved high school, by the way, I would be like, one day I'm going to be nostalgic for this era of my life. It was my senior quote. My senior quote was like about the good old days in high school. Like I've always been like that. And then in college, I would walk around. I'd live with my friends and be like, 
wow, I'm going to be so nostalgic for this era of my life. And now, especially when I'm feeling sad or upset or lonely, I tell myself that too. I'm like, wow, one day I hopefully have like a big family around me. Maybe I have kids and I have dependents. And I'll be like, wow, remember that really independent era I had where I lived in a one bedroom in Chicago all by myself and I was just building a life for myself from the ground up? That was insane. And I, every time I think about that, I get chills because it's like, it makes me feel so grounded and grateful and present. And really the only way to be present is to be grateful. Um, and then the second movie, <laughs> I really didn't talk about about time at all, but I don't want to give you any spoilers. It's basically about a guy who can time travel. That's the gist of it. You have to watch it. Rachel McAdams is in it, who is such a beautiful, magical, magnificent woman, in my opinion. Okay, and then the second movie, I watched this for the first time this January. It's called How to Be Single. It's with Dakota Johnson and Rebel Rebel Wilson, I think. Yes. That movie, it's, especially if you've just gone through a breakup or anything like that, it is really transformative and it really makes you value independence and being alone and if you're someone who is very reliant on romantic partners and you find yourself in the throes of a breakup I highly recommend this movie it's also just like so funny so fun that can be one of your joy sparks like one evening when you know you don't have any plans you can plan to order your favorite takeout get a fun drink I get like I love a mango lessi and some biryani like that is my when I'm, when I'm having a night to myself, that is my go-to. Sometimes I'll do like Thai food and I'll make a little mocktail. I love to just like make a refreshing lemon juice and get some basil and put, it ba- put basil in there. Like really make something fun for yourself and watch this movie or get like a group of girlfriends together and watch this movie. It's a great thing to like watch with your best friend. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one. One place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Turn and conditions apply indeed.com slash podcast need to hire you need indeed for those who embrace the impossible the defender 110 is up for the adventure this iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more the exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing complemented by an interior built with integrity The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. 
Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Friends, but I'm telling you, just watch it. It's so good, and it's just a fun watch. Um, I promise, I promise. Okay. Another thing post-breakups. This is, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but, God, this is such a jumbled up episode, but basically I read this was again, I think maybe in a James Clear book where whenever you have a thought pattern that you're trying to break out of, get up and physically move your body. So if you are dealing with loneliness of any kind, even if it's not a move, it's a breakup, it's a rejection from a job or a career thing or an academic thing. If you find yourself sitting there doing something and spiraling, get up, move your body, physically move your body. Post-breakup, if you find yourself like going on Instagram and looking at their following list or something, been there, okay, no judgment. Get up and physically move your body. Go into a different room, go on a walk, mount something up on your wall. (laughs) That's what I did. Okay, after the move, every time I got really sad or felt sorry for myself, I would get up and do a household chore. (laughs) And I'm telling you this works. It really just like reroutes your mind. The whole thing is like training your neural pathways to serve you. That is the whole thing of life, right? So that was the way I did that. Okay. Then a question I get a lot is how do you enjoy spending time alone? I always respond, start walking and listening to audiobooks or podcasts. It makes you have so much fun alone. I know you're supposed to also have fun with your own thoughts and whatever, and I can do that, but I I love someone in my little ear, and I'm so grateful right now that I'm in your little ear. That's so cool to me. Okay. Um, I have a bullet point that says goals in my notes apps. I, I keep talking about this, but I really have notes for everything, and I have goals about every facet of my life. I kid you not. I make them at the start of the year. I make them at the start of the month. I make them at the start of every week. So that can, like, and I have quarterly goals too from like my workouts and my fitness. Um, One goal I had for April was to do a Pilates class four times a week. So far I'm on track, you know, like things like that. Um, But it really makes you, I don't want to say view yourself as a project because I hate this self-optimization culture we've suddenly entered, but it makes you want to work to better yourself And of course, don't make this like an unhealthy thing, but I love feeling like I am holding myself accountable. And I think a lot about self-worth and self-esteem, not confidence because that is different, but I think a lot about self-worth specifically. And I think we can increase our self-worth by just saying to ourselves that we're going to do something and then following through on it. It's like how you would with a friend, right? Like telling them you're going to do something and then doing it. They're like, oh, cool. She's, she's someone who does that. She's, you know, she's accountable. Like I, you know, really respect her. And self-respect is about telling yourself you're going to do something and then doing it. So whether that's waking up at a certain time or, you know, going through with your goals, I think it is really important to build self-esteem in that way. Okay, okay, okay. Um, back to this whole move and upheaval and loneliness thing. Every single week, I challenged myself to switch one thing I did digitally to doing it analog. So whether that is returning a library book that I would usually put in the little 
in the little drop, I would walk in, I would physically walk in, I would talk to the person sitting there, it's usually an older person, and they love to gab, they love to chit chat, talking to them and physically returning the book. Whether it's that, whether it's, you know, actually talking to the barista instead of ordering mobile, like ordering online, picking it up. Every week, I would do one more thing analog. And I wouldn't let go of the past habit. I would add a new analog thing to my life because I think I'm someone who's pretty online. Like I spend a lot of time on my phone. A lot of my closest relationships are far away from me. So I contact them from the internet or my phone. I want to do more things analog in my real life. So that was a huge, huge help for me just to get more socializing in. Next in my notes app, I have do things you're good at and feel proud of them. This is also another thing that makes it easy to raise your self-worth and self-esteem. Things you're good at, keep doing them. And, and then I think as women, we're conditioned to not be proud of ourselves for like booking a group dinner or things like that. But let yourself be like, let yourself pat yourself on the back and be like, yeah, I did that. I booked a group dinner for nine people that everyone really enjoyed. Like that was awesome. Things like that, I think, are really good little moments you can have with yourself just to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm good at things. Especially when you're, like for me, I'm doing a lot of new things as a PhD student. So it's nice to sometimes just be like, okay, here's a thing that I've done a hundred times before. I'm good at, like I'm good at getting a group of people together to hang out. That is something I'm good at. It might sound trivial, but for me, that is a task I love to accomplish. So I, you know, I keep doing that. Okay. And then a bullet point I have here is shoot your friend shot, which everyone talks about, like you have to make friends when you move to a new city. I'm here to validate it is really difficult. It is really, really hard. I'm here to validate that. I'm also here to say you have to just be okay with some failed friend shots and some friend shots that are just like, they're fine friends. They're not best friends. And I'm someone who struggles with this a lot. I need to either be 100% besties, best friends forever. You're in my life forever. You're gonna be my bridesmaids. Like I, I am someone who needs to be either super close to people or we're just, we're just acquaintances. I'm really bad at the middle ground thing. And for the first couple of months I moved here, I had a lot of like middle ground friends and that was fine. But I really didn't see myself blossom and become really happy till I had a couple people that I was like, I am obsessed with you. And that takes time. It takes a lot of trial and error. I went on a lot of friend dates that I was like, this is all right. This is nice. You're cool. And then I went on a couple friend dates and I'm like, I love you forever and we're going to be best friends. And, you know, both are important. It's important. And not every friend can fulfill every need of yours. Remember that also, like, not every friend is going to be someone you can, like, go shopping with and do coffee shop study dates with and lay on the lake with and work out with and go out with. And, you know, some friends can just be for some things. And that is utterly, utterly fine, too. And then I'm going to end this episode with probably the heftiest thing of all and something I really want to do an entire episode on at a later date if you guys are excited about comparison a huge thing with the move was I would scroll through Instagram or LinkedIn or you know insert social media here and I would be like oh my god why am I not in New York (laughs) or you know insert city why am I not in New York San Francisco LA whatever city like going out all the time with my big group of friends looking really sexy and 
you know, working out and having this crazy cool job in a beautiful skyscraper. Why is that not me? Like I had offers and why did I choose the grad school route? I went down really big, huge spirals. And you know what I have to say to that? Comparison is the thief of joy. And it is so unproductive. It is so unproductive. And what I do then is I just bring myself back to earth. And I say, what are my goals? Does success for me even look like that? And for me, it doesn't. I think it's a beautiful life. For me, success does look different. And I just have to ground myself in that. And the biggest thing with jealousy or comparison is you cannot be jealous of one aspect of another person's life. You cannot be like, I want her body and her outfits and her daily routine and her relationship with her boyfriend. Like, you can't do that. Like, no one, you can't pick and choose. It's not Build-A-Bear, you know? Everyone is, like, this person has their career because they have made sacrifices in other areas of their life. This other person has those outfits because that is what they choose to spend all their money on. Like, everyone is a summation of their parts. You, like, you cannot do that. And another thing that's a really good gratitude practice for me is saying, okay, everyone on social media, you put all of their problems in a bucket, everyone's problems, you put them in a bucket and you have to randomly grab some problems out of that bucket. Do you, are you, are you equipped to deal with other people's problems? No, you're equipped to deal with your problems. Like I tell myself that I'm like, I have, I love the life I've built for myself and it may not be perfect, but it is what I have built for myself and I'm equipped to deal with it. I don't know what other people's lives are like behind the screens, you know? So jealousy and comparison, it is wildly unproductive and it makes the upheaval and the loneliness a million times worse. It is just not a feeling that serves you at all. And you're probably exactly where you need to be. I, I know that because I feel like I'm exactly where I need to be. And there are t- I look back on times in my life where I felt even more lost. Like my freshman year of college, oh my God, I was like, where have I come? This is the worst thing ever. And in hindsight, that is exactly where I needed to be. Because sometimes you can't tell in the moment. You, you don't know what the universe has in store for you, but it always works out. And not to be all corny, but after the biggest moments of upheaval, when you get your roots in, Those are the biggest periods of growth. And I really feel like a new season, a new chapter of my life is starting. And I'm utterly grateful. And I hope you got something from this episode. I have certainly gotten a lot out of the past eight months. And I look forward to continuing on this journey with all of you and sharing little things I learned along the way. And then you guys sending me DMs of things you've learned along the way and us building this beautiful relationship we have um thank you i adore you forehead kiss and i hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week as always shoot me a dm if any of this resonated if you want to hear more about any topic there's a couple more episodes i really want to do specifically on self-esteem self-worth and comparison because god comparison is a beast that i could peel back the layers of for hours on end i also really want to do an episode on female friendship and how i've made some of my closer friends in the city and what female friendship means to me because it is everything. It is everything to me. Okay. I love you guys. I could ramble forever, but I'm going to stop right here. 
And mwah, thank you so much for listening. You're the best. You're the best. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye. And that's a wrap. Thank you guys for hanging out with me and listening to this week's episode. If you want more, follow at Show Me How Good It Gets podcast. I read all the DMs I get on there. And then my personal Instagram account is at MalvikaBot and my TikTok is at MalTalks. If you're listening on Spotify, please leave us a rating, preferably a five-star rating. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I hope you can write us a fun little review and write us there as well. Once again, thank you guys for hanging out. See you next week. Bye-bye. Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Kohler Smart Toilets introduce a new standard of design and cleanliness, sculptural forms, intuitive technology, and total personalization with integrated warm water cleansing, heated seats, and warm air dryers. For peace of mind and convenience, there are touchless lids, seats, flush, and a self-sanitizing bidet wand. Now you can even use voice commands with Numi 2.0, featuring built-in Amazon Alexa. Explore the complete lineup at Kohler.com slash smart toilets and discover what you've been missing. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths and where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.mx slash you know. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.